Hello everyone, welcome back to Supplies to Greenside. This week we're going to talk a little bit about how to work on advancing your play on the golf course. So this actually stems from my own playing over the past uh, week. I got to play last Sunday uh, at Lonnie Pool at NC State. And something that is usually the case for me is I usually play with players who aren't quite as good as I am. And uh, it makes it for a fairly low pressure round. But this time I got paired with a player who is a little bit better than I was uh, and was playing well at the time. And so it made it a little bit more challenging. I said to my wife before we started, she usually comes out and walks with me kind of uh, as the caddy. And she, um, you know, we kind of looked at each other and just noticed that, you know, this is somebody who knows what they're doing. And I told her that it was going to be an interesting day because it's been a while since I've played against someone who plays, you know, decently well. And so for me, mentally, the whole day was really just about trying to hang in there and play my own game. The front nine was a little rough, and then the back nine was uh, quite a bit better. But in any case, the whole point of this is really to elevate your own game, you have to learn how to play with players who are better than you are. There's always something to learn, even just by watching other players, whether it's watching them on TV or watching them whenever you're playing with them on the golf course. Uh, and if they'll let you, you know, picking their brain a little bit and learning how they think about shots, how they think about their approach to certain holes and the ways that you can apply that to your own game. So, you know, if you're a 20 handicap and you play with a 12 or if you're a 10 handicap and you play with a two, any of those players, you know, have things that they can teach each other when they're playing on the golf course, even if it is unspoken, even if it is just through observation uh, and things like that. You know, I have noticed really over the past um, few weeks that uh, my short game has been struggling a good bit. Putting has been a little bit of an issue. Uh, so I've been working a little bit harder on that. It's a challenge because the putting greens that I used to go to at UNC Finley where I was a member are closed. And so I really only get to putt whenever I go to Duke or uh, to Lonnie Pool. So it's been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, luckily, I have the perfect putting system. Uh, I have a couple of their pieces to basically make like a gate drill through a small arch. Uh, it's about 50 millimeters wide, just wider than the golf ball to really work on my path and alignment and things of that nature. Uh, so that's been a big help. But really, that's one of the big takeaways too for a lot of amateurs, especially when you're watching these players, is most of their strokes are probably going to be saved around the green. You know, a lot of players can hit the ball a reasonably far distance, depending on which tees they're playing from. And ultimately, a lot of players lose most of their shots from around the green. So working on your short game, whether it's chipping or putting or both, those things can really help you to shave a lot of shots off your game. You can find probably six to eight shots around at a minimum where you can really start to improve uh, just getting the ball closer to the hole from around the greens. The other thing to think about whenever I was just saying that about, you know, how far players hit the ball is making sure that you're playing the right tees. So there's nothing wrong with playing up a set of tees because you don't hit it super far. You know, if you're 
driver only goes about 220, 230, then you might have to play up a couple sets of tees from the back. And that's okay. That's the whole point of the tee system and the whole point of the handicap system for that matter. It's to allow players to try and have an even playing ground so that you can play against players who are good. Um, and it just makes your skill levels essentially even. That's kind of the whole point of the system. A lot of people think that you have to go play the back tees or uh, you have to play the men's tees or or wherever. But reality is you should play whatever tees are comfortable for you and whatever tees that you play well at. If you're if you play well from the back tees and hit it 220, then great. But it, most of the time you probably won't play well because the course is just so long that you don't have high percentage shots whenever you're hitting into the greens. If you're hitting four and five irons into greens all day, you know odds are that you're probably not that good of a long iron player to where you can get the ball close to the hole. Plus, the ball doesn't have enough spin to really even be close to the hole in most of those cases. And that's really where, like I said before, scoring really comes into play with those shorter shots and those short game shots, the high spin shots, the clubs that you can really have a lot of control over, your shorter clubs that are in your bag, basically everything from like 8-iron down, uh, really 9-iron down that allows you to spin the ball a lot and get the ball close to the hole. That's where you're going to score well. And with those long irons, you're just more likely to miss the green. Um, That's just statistics. It's the same way on the PGA Tour. The closer you are to the hole, the more likely you are to hit the ball on the green and more likely you are to hit it close. So that was what I really picked up from playing this past week was just a lot of things that I hadn't really thought of in a while. A lot of short game things that I hadn't really thought of in a while. A lot of just strategic ways to play around the golf course, trying to minimize mistakes whenever they're made. Um, And so that's really important for me moving forward. And uh, like I said, it's good for all players uh, in the future. Um, I'm still working with the stack system. I originally had worked out with the uh, foundation system. I did it for a few weeks. I really felt like I was going basically nowhere. I don't know if there's just a disconnect between the way that I swing and the way that it wants me to swing or what's going on, but I decided instead to switch to the Neural Drive program, which uh, they actually say is a, a program that's better for players who struggle with taking like max swings and it's more of a more comfortable style swing. And I've actually started noticing some increases in my swing speed. So that's a good thing that's really starting to work. It's been a really challenging month. This month is a really busy month for me as a resident. Uh, It's a lot of driving. It's a lot of long hours. So it's been tough to get a lot of good practice in. I've still been able to get to the gym and everything. And I've really been focusing a lot more in my exercises too, on those kind of explosive movements, a lot of like uh, kettlebell swings and things like that. And trying to basically think of those movements as if they're a golf swing to try and get a lot more of the uh, fast twitch fibers recruited throughout my body to try and see if that helps with my swing speed. You know, the, the golf swing is a very rapid sequence of events, um, and it requires a little bit of both fast and slow twitch muscle fibers, but the harder ones to recruit and train are those fast twitch fibers, and that's partially what the stack is doing and partially what I'm doing in my own training. Um, I spoke last week about uh, Golf Gains Fitness and them having a new app. Uh, they're doing a giveaway as well. I posted on Instagram about 
uh, doing, I think it's 12 workouts or so, or maybe it's 16 throughout the month of February uh, and being entered to win a title as TSR driver. And so that's really cool too. I'm really liking the new app a lot. The workouts are really good as well. They're about the same as they were before. A little bit different in the way that they look, so they feel a little bit different, which is actually kind of a good thing, uh, but still making a lot of progress in the gym. I wish that I had more time to be able to hit balls and make it to the course and everything this month, but that just hasn't really happened, so I'm hoping to really pick up on that a lot. Next month, I'm still looking into trying to get some tournaments under my belt before May. There's a big event that I'm hopeful to be playing in in May that registration hasn't happened yet, so... Uh, more details on that later, but um, just wanted to talk this week about how playing with better players can help you play better as well. So thanks for listening this week. It's been a pretty slow week for me and being able to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do as far as golf and things are concerned, but hopefully that'll start to pick up in the future. Make sure you're giving the likes and subscribes uh, wherever you're getting your podcast info from and give us a follow at Supplies to Greenside. We'll see you next week.